Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. On a lighter note, it is getting close to that time of the year, the C word. Uh, normally at this stage, I would have had Jane play some Christmas music, but just didn't think it was appropriate as well after what I just talked about. But anyway, I hope this message finds you well, Niall. This is an email I'm reading out, by the way. I'm reaching out because I need some advice or maybe just a spaced event. Last year, my husband attended his Christmas party. And let's just say the stories I heard from his co-workers left me a little bit uneasy. He rolled in at five o'clock in the morning and said it was great and nothing more. Apparently, what happened at the party was the talk of the town, with married and single women seeking excitement and attention, preying on drunk men. Now, he dropped a bombshell that this year's party is at a hotel in County Meath, and they're all staying overnight. More than 40 of them. He wants to share a room with two of his mates. Considering last year's chaos, I put my foot down and said a firm no. Well, he threw a fit, claiming I don't trust him. It's not him I'm worried about. It's the people he works with. He enjoys a drink. And while he promises to behave and call me, I'm not buying it. I just wish he could understand how uncomfortable this makes me feel as his wife. Now he's not talking to me. And he walked out this morning without a word. I called a friend whose husband is also supposed to be going to the party. And she had the same argument with her husband last night. Mind you, she knew about it last week. My husband only spilled the beans yesterday. I'm standing my ground this time, even if it means a big fight for weeks. He just texted me again there now as I'm writing this, asking, and uh, I'm refusing to even reply to him. He thinks I'm going, uh, I'm being controlling and unreasonable. But I believe we all agree that mixing male hormones, alcohol and loose women at these events is a recipe for trouble. Could you ask your listeners, please, if they would let their spouses go to one of these types of parties? Thanks, Jill. Well, now, Jill, I've got to be honest with you, Jill. I kind of agree with you. <laughs> and it's not that I would find it tempting or anything like that. I don't go to Christmas parties because I don't like witnessing other people doing exactly what you've just described. Because I remember years ago, when I did go to the odd Christmas party with the nightclubs and stuff like that, when I used to work in the nightclub industry, there'd be barmaids going off with doormen, married doormen at that, by the way, married barmaids. There'd be managers with... I don't know, bouncers, wives, and ah, there was all sorts of carry-on going on, particularly when it was an overnighter. People get drunk. They behave stupidly. There's always affairs. There's always fights. There's always two lads end up boxing the head off each other who didn't like each other all year in the office. Egos running around. Somebody loses their job because they say the company they work for is shite, but they happen to say it to the manager. That happened actually at a party I was at once. I won't say where it was. It was a company I worked for. And I was sitting with the CEO of the company. And one of the guys that was in sales was sitting with us, tanked to the gills. Didn't realize the CEO of the company was sitting beside us. Or I don't know whether he realized he was the CEO of the company. But anyway, started going on. Is there, like, it's really shit here, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, nobody even likes working here. Hang <laughs> on. Oh, oh. I needn't tell you, he was fired the next day. So what I'm saying to you is Christmas parties are a disaster. I don't believe they're a good idea. I really don't. Because these are people who are used to working with each other. There's a difference in working and playing. They're not used to socialising together. And all of a sudden, hormones start raising. 
people are looking for a bit of attention. The girl in the office who used to look boring all of a sudden looks a little bit sexier. The guy in the office who used to look pretty boring and mean is out there dancing on the floor, shaking his stuff, and the women get attracted to him. So it all, the, the hormones are racing at these Christmas parties, and you fuel that with alcohol, and all of a sudden it's a mess. So, here's the question. Is she being controlling by not letting him go? Let me know what you think. The number, as usual, 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Let me go to Tina. Tina, hi, how are you? Hiya, how are things? I'm good, Tina. Would you, would you have an issue no. with your other half going to a party? No, no. You're, no, please forgive me. What was the, what did he do last year again? He didn't do anything. Well, then why? Well, everybody else was, but everybody else, she found out there was loads of other carry-on going on with other people and people he worked with. No, but with. he didn't do anything. No, he, well, she doesn't know. She said he rocked in at five in the morning and just said it was great. No, he didn't he, tell her all about he, it. But, okay, so her trust was 99.9% with him until the night he came home at five o'clock in the morning and did nothing, yeah? Allegedly. So she, no, the one thing I'll say, right, because I was going to make this awful quick and you probably would have thrown me off the show. If he did something to warrant not going to this year's one, that's why I asked you. So if he did something to warrant it, then it'd be a case of, well, there shouldn't be an issue this year because the fucking Egypt shouldn't be with him. But he <laughs> right. didn't do anything wrong, so it's, it's still up for debate. Yeah. She, when you marry somebody, I told you this before on the show, well, I said it before on the show, it's not an ownership form. It's two individuals being themselves, loving each other and staying together. He did nothing wrong. So she, she, hello, or he, no one has any right to say, well, you're not going to that Christmas party because you see my best friend, Sheila, she fucked off with my brother-in-law's brother. <laughs> and now you think that you're going to go there. It's what it's about at the end of the day. You make, not you. Yeah. Society makes Christmas parties sound like a dirty, rotten deed because of all the negative shit that's been talked about. There's the chosen few that they're not going to wait now for a Christmas party to feck off with someone else. They've done it already. So it's like a Christmas party is like a den of food for them. But if you love the person you're with, you can come home at five o'clock in the morning, tell your beautiful wife about every dirty deed that everyone else did, but you came home at five o'clock in the morning to tell her. But there so, is a dynamic. But there is a dynamic at Christmas parties. It's a different no, dynamic uh, to the standard type party, isn't it? And then there's a chosen few like me, Niall, that will get it out there. They're not all dirty and rotten. Why? Here's okay. Here's here's a compromise. Why don't companies? I'm sure it's for financial reasons. Invite spouses as well. Dave, this isn't about Christmas parties. This is about the feast. This can happen at summer parties. It can happen at winter parties. It can happen, you go to a neighbor's house for a drink on a Saturday night and she has a sister and, whoa, you have goggle eyes on. And next thing, if that's in you, it's in you. So it's not about a Christmas party. It's about deceit. Well, then why have they got such a reputation? Because there's a lot of deceitful people out there, duh. Yeah, no, but yeah, but hang on. But, but if you, you go, if you, yeah, but if you go to a wedding, right, let's say, for example, there's hardly any debauchery going on at a wedding. 
You go to a twenty first. Well, there might be a little bit, but nothing like I a Christmas stories party. Stories about weddings. I've been at enough of them, but okay. I won't because I'd be yeah. hanging people. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nothing like what goes on at Christmas parties. I'm talking Isle about a woman getting caught in a, a press at a wedding. A press where they put the mops in the buckets. Right. With a guy. Yeah. And this one is very highfalutin. Right. And. Highfalutin, what do you mean? Oh, hold on for a second. Now, don't mention any names, obviously, but when you say highfalutin, what, like a celebrity? No, highfalutin in the area. Oh, okay. And I won't even, uh, but no. her husband was caught in a wash-up press. Yeah. With another person who thought she was the shit, and it was, but guess what? What? This happened about eight years ago, and the two couples are still together, which I think is absolutely fucking pathetic. That toxicity never leaves you. And were they doing the deed in the press? That act is, oh, they were caught dragging in the fucking press. (laughs) And the whole fucking wedding happened. So, oh, guess what? Oh, my God, the best day of my life. Oh, it wasn't that your ring was gorgeous. Guess me, you won your man. Good luck. They were in the press. That's all she'll ever be remembered for. Which the two in the press. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that was the highlight. Was she, oh, what? oh, she wasn't the bride, was she? Uh, no, but no, okay. I don't know. It's meant, she's meant to be the most important person on that day. No, no. Yeah, I, but I often wonder, by the way, is there ever any brides that will have an affair on their wedding night? Anyway, that's the side of the point. We'll get off so on the tangent. My whole mm. point to make it short, Nile, is that she can happen anywhere. Okay, so Let do you think she's been controlling, not letting him go? People, that poor man, he could have been twisted out of his tiny mind. He went into Abercrombie or he went into fucking supermax. He fell asleep in the toilet for two hours, floated across the town, trying to get a cab home to his wife. And guess what? It took him till five o'clock in the morning. Let's not hang the men for something they didn't do yet. Okay, but stay there for a second. Let me go to Sharon as well. Sharon, hi. How are you? Hi, now. I'm good, thanks. Good. I'm dying to come to Fiona. I think that's going to be entertaining. <laughs> <I> mean, so... <laughs> Sorry. But Sharon, would you have a problem with your other half going to a party, Christmas party, as such? No, I wouldn't. But he doesn't go to the... He doesn't even go to any of them. He never has. Yeah. He doesn't like going to them. Yeah, I don't either, but, really. Uh... It's not my thing. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, when I went to my own from work, I used to leave at 12 o'clock. I used to say to him, pick me up about 12. I get a taxi home because I just knew that good things didn't happen after 12 at those parties. And, you know, <laughs> you'd have people, uh, you know. Yeah, the, bo- <laughs> you the know. boss running around with a tie around his head and a shirt hanging out. And yeah. Yeah. And just, oh, you just didn't want to be there after 12 o'clock. But look. You're young, free, and single. Go mm. for it. Um, and the thing is, if if you're married, maybe to maybe they should just not bother going and just have a nice few drinks out, like early in the day, or a nice civilized lunch. I mean, lunches are becoming a big thing now because yeah. the Christmas parties, you know, a lot of people like made a show of themselves. They'd be up dancing on the table and falling off the table. It's not good for your career, is it, really? It's not a good career no. movement, you know what I mean? No, I think they're a bit childish, and I think it's about time they were just, Got rid of you them. know, left to die a death and go and have a nice... Yeah, sorry, sorry Tina, what are, you, what are you trying to say there, Tina? Sorry, Niall. Yeah. Well. 
no, I'm so sorry. I was talking to the, the person that I'm with here. I didn't actually realize that I could even be heard. I I apologize. To uh, the girl that's on the radio. You, you don't have to apologize to the girl. No, but on the radio. all I was saying to him was because <laughs> he's a drinker, I'm a drinker. I won't drink until my shoes are kicked off, and I know I have nowhere else to go. But he was saying, "Could you imagine you, me, Tina, going for lunch?" He says, "And you know, next thing, couple of drinks," and he did, did that kind of goggle-eyed face. Oh, right, I okay. Said, ah, well, to be honest, I said, at least I get two good hours out of you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I think the Christmas lunch is a kind of nice idea, too. We did that here going back a good few years ago in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. So the, the sales staff went out for their lunch. The, the DJs or presenters went out for their lunch. And it was a daytime yeah. thing at three o'clock for a couple of hours. You know, a round mm. of drinks and a nice dinner. And that, yeah. that's kind of not a bad idea. Ra- rather than this, you know, overnighter in a hotel oh. somewhere. So, so, you know what I mean? Some people will branch off and continue on the night. And that's their, well, that's their own thing that then. Either. Yeah, but that's not the company's responsibility. There was a case in the UK where a girl, as far as I know, her marriage was ruined. She got pregnant anyway or something like that because at the Christmas party. But they sued the employer. And, and, and there, I, I remember having an employment law guy on the air once talking to us about this, right? And he said, that your employer, because you're, it's the, the staff Christmas party, they're somewhat responsible for your behaviour. Mm. So what you're saying is now you can go to court and disassociate your cock from your body. <laughs> and your cock on its own well, is going to need get... a solicitor for this shit. <laughs> I know, it's after nine o'clock, but let's calm down a bit. Sharon, so you wouldn't go. You think you're a waste of time, yeah? Yeah, no, I went to a good few of them, you know, <clears throat> over the years with the same company. And it was always the same thing. After 12 o'clock, you know, you'd have hangers on coming over to you and you'd be like, oh, back off, you know. And um, mm. just, I used to just go home at 12 o'clock at that point, you know, home to my husband. That's what I wanted to do. So what do you think of what this wife is saying to the husband after what she's heard about the Christmas parties? Is she right to have concerns? Um, it depends. If their trust is totally intact, then I wouldn't be concerned. But I think they're probably just. Why? Why would you bother going overnight, like to a Christmas party? Yeah, I've never you know, done that. I need any of the. You're single. Go yeah. for it. But why would you kind of bother? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother either. The very few Christmas parties that I was at, there was one or two of them that were overnighters in the nightclub. They were in a hotel in Mullingar. Actually, interestingly enough, and uh, I didn't stay the night. I just went home at 12 o'clock, where some people did. There you go. Yeah. 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 I wasn't one for staying overnight anywhere. But let me go to Fiona as well. Fiona, hi, how are you? (laughs) Good evening, Neil. How are you, Fiona? (laughs) This is bound to be interesting. So, Fiona, is the wife doing the wrong thing by telling me can't go? I get where she's coming from, the Christmas parties. And I think I have a theory to why the Christmas parties are so bad. Because think about factory workers. And they're all sizing one up, one another up for the whole year. And they're saying, he's lovely over there. She's gorgeous over there or whatever it may be. Can't wait to get my hands on her at the Christmas party. That's the way it all starts. Okay, so it's but the first it time you have a social interaction. People, yeah, yeah. So I, it is, you know, it's not as if you've gone to a wedding and you've met someone and you get carried away. It's the Christmas parties. They get dangerous. There's a few extra drinks. And... There's a big party session going on as well, I suppose. Uh, the drugs are a lot involved at the moment, no two nights. 
the animal. Of course, drugs make a big, yeah. Yeah, big, big, big. big. And I think once that's happening, oh, I feel sorry for any woman with her husband going out, or vice versa. Mm. But on the other hand, I wouldn't stop no man because I wouldn't allow any man to stop me from going anywhere. Mm. Absolutely not. I know how to behave myself and I would hope that my partner would know how to behave. But there's a lot of women out there that believe men can't behave themselves. There's a lot of vultures out there. Yeah. There's a lot of vultures out there I know that's waiting for your husband. I totally get all that too. And as I say, get back to the Christmas parties, they're probably sizing them up for the whole year. Here's the question, right? And let me just ask Sharon first, and I'll come back to you, Fiona. The Facebooks is driving people crazy. Oh, I know. Oh, I know, I know. And I know social media is used role us. But uh, Sharon and Fiona, let me just ask Sharon first. Do you believe this idea or this notion that clearly the woman in the email has that she said, it's not him I don't trust, it's the other women, right? Now, okay, so basing on what she's, what she's just said, it kind of alludes to the fact that men can't turn a gift horse in the mouth down. In other words, that if... A man is in a random bar in the middle of Spain and his wife is at home and he knows no one's going to find out. And, you know, I don't know, the, the girl behind the bar is stunning and she says, me and you upstairs, 20 minutes, let's go. <laughs> is, is he going to refuse her? If he thought nobody was going to find out, do you think, Sharon, he would refuse? Do I think who would refuse? The man. What man? Any, My man? Any, <laughs> any man. <laughs> Any man. Any man. All men. <laughs> We're talking about men in general. You're, well, you're a man, if you want to say you're a man. I know. No, no, my man, my man wouldn't, no. He wouldn't? No. I've been married to him for, what, 35 years now? Hmm. I think I know him fairly well. See, probably at this stage of his life, he's just going to be bothered. Get, you wouldn't even get him in <laughs> the Orb of Christmas party. He hates them. Right. So, so do you think men in general, this idea some, that men some. will just... I'm, won't refuse it. It depends on their circumstances too. Look, <clears throat> there are some, you know, people that are in bad marriages that maybe they might be a bit vulnerable. You know, things can happen and do happen. And um, But if you trust your partner, you can't control them by saying, now, if, if they go. want to go somewhere, you say, you can't go there. I don't think that's right either. Fiona, do you think all men can be trusted? Given the opportunity, oh, that's a tough one. Oh, Jesus, is that tough? <laughs> some can and some can't. Okay, but no, there's some not, there probably can. is a, a little percentage out there. Okay, well, let, let me add like yourself, well, like yourself, that would be fairly genuine. Let yes. me word it differently. Uh, we, well, let me word it differently. To say it's well, okay, let me word it differently slightly, please. So, Paul is on holidays on a stag night and he's in Marbella, his wife is at home. The lads all go back to the apartment and leave Paul in the bar on his own. There's nobody around that knows him. Monica behind the bar comes out. She's stunning. And Monica goes, hey, Paul, you and me upstairs next hour or two. Let's do this. <laughs> now, Paul knows no one will ever find out. Even his mates aren't there to snitch on him when he gets back. So no one is ever going to know. What percentage of Paul's do you think will do it? Uh, Probably a higher percent. Ninety-three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-three Pauls. Do it. Ninety-three Pauls. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I think you're probably close to the truth. I, I, I would have said probably eighty yeah. percent, and I, that's a really bad yeah. reflection on men. Maybe I'm wrong to say that. I got ninety-three. Mm. 
Okay, let me go to Kevin. Let's get a male perspective here. Kevin, uh, hi. Kevin, hi, how are you? Hey, evening, Niall, well. Yeah, what percentage uh, of Pauls will do it, by the way? Oh, probably most of them. Do you think so? Leave oh, <laughs> a little faith. There's a little percentage that are in the closet. And, uh, what, they're actually gay? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I would say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> men, men are easily led, whereas we're, we're easy to, to entertain as a, as a dog, mm. right? Yeah. So we're easily led, and it's, look, it's... But then again, all, look, all these, look... No dirty women, no dirty men. I know it's a cliche and it's an old blah, blah, blah. But hang on. All a woman has to do in order for a man to cheat is turn up in a room. And if, if, if a couple are in a bad relationship and they're both aware of it, who's more likely, who has the greatest opportunity to cheat, the wife or the husband? Mm, the wife. The wife, probably, All yeah. she has to do is put on a bit of lipstick and a bit of makeup, stand in a room, and men will just absorb it. Oh, we're like flies on so, you know what, yeah. You know, so mm. men can't be trusted because men are dumb. Women are constructive and they know what they're doing. They could buy and sell it as I re- constantly repeat to you. And they know what they're doing. They're out, they get what they want. They're like vultures, you're going to say. So, yeah, <laughs> they know, they're not in it for, for uh, and some of them are, don't get me wrong, but they know full well what they're going out for. Right, they, right. May, they may say, deny it, but they know once you get a few drinks in them that, yeah, this is always on the option. This is always on the table for me. Whereas men, we kind of like, it's, it's hit and miss. So we're, right. we're thick, like, we just go for it. Yeah, we could, like, men, what man can just walk up to him and say, see you, you and me, as you just put that scenario about the barmaid. Yeah. Keep your impressions to yourself, though, by the way. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but no man can do that. Unless he's God, you know, God's gift to women, yeah, stunning, yeah, like yeah. aesthetically pleasing. Um, okay, getting, well, yeah. getting back to the Christmas party. So the wife, you heard the story. Mm-hmm. So the wife is saying he's not going because it's an overnighter, mm-hmm. forty to be in a county mead than a hotel, and she heard what happened last year. Not that he did anything last year, as far as she knows, because he yeah. arrived in at five in the morning, pissed probably. Yeah, yeah. And, and all he told her about the party was it was great. You know, yeah. mind you, her I friends told her there was murder going on at it and there was people hanging out of each other. So, would you let him go? Of course. Either there's no trust there or it's just like, look, hang on. She says she trusts him, she doesn't trust the other women. Yeah, look, it's 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 Jeremy Call 101, isn't it? Like, <laughs> the accuser's accusing the loved one of something they've done themselves. It's either there's, uh, it's either there's something niggling in her mind of her past or she doesn't trust him at all, and he's done it before. But it sounds like he hasn't done it before. Probably the worst thing, he did a bit of white powder, maybe at that party, if he was up to five o'clock in the morning, right? Middle-aged man. So mm-hmm. I don't think, and if he, like, if he had anything to throw them, throw them, he wouldn't be in the house. So he obviously did nothing. She's accusing him for a reason. Mm. And it's classic Jeremy Kyle 101. Jeremy right? Kyle 101. And, yeah, because the accuser... Is guilty, and that's why they're. So is she a control? Up. Is she a control freak? No, she no because she knows. She's saying she knows what her friend. He's not as she knows what his friends like are like. He's not his friends, so she either trusts them or she knows what she's done in the past. 
and how mm. easy it is. Mm. I, it, 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 it stinks of it. Right? There's no right because if this was 50 ups away in the ground, he would, that man would be slated from heights. Mm. Right? She has no right, otherwise she doesn't trust him. It's a loveless marriage, and for her, it's wine o'clock somewhere, and she's maybe strayed in the past, in my humble opinion. She has no right to do it. See, I've, see, I've, I've heard this before, and Sharon, I've heard this before about women, that women who accuse their partners of cheating, who probably aren't, are usually cheating <laughs> themselves. It's kind of guilt that makes them do that. Yeah, well, like oh, I said, I, oh, you know, I don't think you should tell... Um, your man, he can't go to a party because you trust him. You trust him. Mm. Mm. But that's that's why. Why would she not trust him? Why is she there? Because maybe the clue was the mistletoe in his back pocket. I don't know. <laughs> well, look, hang on, a man. And let's be honest here. No man needs to go on a side party to cheat. I'd be checking his phone if he's cheating. Check his phone before he leaves the damn house, and that'll say he's cheating. Because he, if he's going to be, if he's like who goes out to a stag party plan to get hammered and plan to have an affair no man now if it falls in his lap that's a different scenario but he's around his friend guaranteed one of them's got a guilty conscience he'll go home and tell his wife yeah he'll go home and tell his wife his wife will tell another friend and it's trying and it's come around the block he knows he's going to get home okay well, well hang on wait there all of you for a second let me go to go to Dermot and Amy as well Dermot hi how are you How's it going? Uh, um, I, all I could say is I would say, based on all the Christmas parties I went to, it's up to it's He should go, and she should let him go, because if he's going to do anything, he's going to do it. I mean, you don't need a Christmas party, but they, there are lots of weird things that happen at Christmas parties. I mean, they tend to be over the top, Yeah. Um, along with some stag nights. I've been to some crazy stag nights. Yeah, yeah. But, the thing I tend to find with the office environment is um, they say statistically most marriages come from working together in an office, you know, or yeah. a company or anything. So the trouble is, you know, that some other person is there are women and there are men who particularly like causing chaos by uh, by trying to make something happen at a Christmas party or some kind of environment, you know, whatever. But the inhibitions, all the inhibitions go, don't they? You know, at the party. The drink lubricates, yeah. Yeah, it helps, but it's more to do with, if I I go to bed with this person, I know it's going to cause chaos to half a dozen other people somewhere else. Mm. It's strategic. It's It's not just, oh yeah, she threw herself at me and off I went. It's or as she threw herself at me and off it went, you know, it's there, there's a kind of, a, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I know that if this happens, that happens. And then everybody knows, you know, it'll spread around and then it'll be all over the company. And, and then that'll cause chaos in that department because somebody in that department's annoying me, you know? So I, I saw a lot of chaos come after the party. But she, but she know, says, yeah, but, but Damon, she said in the email, I just wish he yeah. could understand how uncomfortable it makes me feel as a wife. So from that point yeah, so, so from that point of view, should he be respectful of her view and to say, Okay, honey, I won't go? No, I, I'd say look, you know, she she just has to put up with the facts of life. We we people can't you know, live cheek by jail all the time. Now, I mean it happened to my sister. I mean, her husband ran a company and before you know it he was 
Christmas parties and he was off with some other one and they got divorced. I mean, it happens. I mean, it, it happens regularly. Yeah, I mean, well, Christmas parties are responsible for a huge amount of divorces and separations. I, I mean, sure, I, I knew. I knew he was doing it because I could see that she was playing the game. She was only playing the game. She was married to another guy and she was just playing the game to get at my sister's husband just to cause chaos with my sister. Mm. And I knew that. I mean, I knew it was nothing. She didn't like him at all. <laughs> but yeah. it caused the chaos and the divorce and all that. You know, there's just some bad people on the planet that just use sex as a weapon. Okay, no, no, I, I, I get that too. Stay there, please, Kevin and Sharon. Just let me go. Um, you can take three if you want to. Let me go to uh, Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good now, Niall. How are you? Good. A- Amy, would you have a problem with your other half going to a Christmas party? Not at all. No. Even if he knew there was no. going to be debauchery going on, at it? Um, yeah, no, I would trust him 100%. <laughs> right, okay. And and women say yeah. that, I trust him, but I just don't trust the women who are going. I think that's total bullshit. Um, excuse the language, but there's this whole, and I don't care what anybody says, it's a really sexist thing that these women, these women that pray, yes, I think there's a minority of women that do, but, and I think it's out of pure self-consciousness. I think they're so insecure. They just want to feel like I can take this man because I, you know, just because I can. You know, but I think it's up to the man to be able to just say no. Just like, no, I'm married. Sorry, good luck. But but here's or the I'm problem we have. I must have been listening to a few people tonight and they all can seem to have the same opinion that men just can't be trusted when it's handed them to them on a place. See, and I just, I don't, well, I think uh, there are men out there, obviously, I think they'll take any opportunity. I don't think it has to be handed them to want to play it. Some of them go looking for it. No, this is you true. Know. Yeah. Um, but I think there are men out there that will just say no. Mm. You know, um, and are well well able to refuse and say, um, what you call it? No, I have a, I'm, a, I'm in a relationship, I'm married, I'm engaged. Okay, well her. then go back to the scenario I gave earlier on to Fiona and, and Sharon. I don't know if you heard that. Paul in the bar in Spain. Yes, and so nobody knows who he is. Yeah, so nobody knows. He's never, theoretically, he'll never be found out. He'll never be caught. He might have to live with the guilt of it, but he'll never be caught. And he's going to have a, a one-nighter with Monica upstairs, the barmaid from Spain, right? How many men would say no? I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say a lot of men would say no. <laughs> but... Uh, I think if you truly love your partner, I think if you truly love the person that you're with, then you won't do it. I think if you ever get to the stage in a relationship where you are tempted to cheat, then that relationship is over. Well, according to Fiona, 93%. According to Kevin, nearly all of them. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so are oh, you saying, well, they, well, they were saying that men don't love their partners or the majority of men don't love their partners, which is not true either. She's obviously suspicious of, his, of her partner, her husband. She obviously hasn't got an ounce of trust in him. To even think that in her own head before he's walked out the door. He probably mentioned it and she said, no, you're not going. Well, why? Where, yeah, why? Well, it, I mean, we all trust our partners and most of us would, no, would like to think we do. No, but hang on. Most of us like to think we do trust our partners. Why does jealousy we exist? Like there's you, jealousy and then there's paranoia. And then there's... No, no, I'm, I'm asking you, if we all trust our partners, or at least we yeah. claim to, and we yeah. love our partners... Why does jealousy uh-huh. exist? Because if Amy is out, say, with her husband, right? Sorry, sorry, Amy? I said jealousy is a fragment of your own insecurities. 
But it's also and a lack. But it's also a lack of trust too, isn't it? I don't think so. I think it's an insecurity. So let, oh, so you're out with your partner but, tonight, right? Having a few drinks, right? Yeah. And you and he's up at the bar, and you're sitting down, and he says, "I'll get you. Go and get your drink, honey. All right? Oh yeah, okay." And he goes up to the bar, and next minute, this young one comes over, and she's you know hourglass figure, boobs hanging out, blonde hair, looking well, and she's all puts her arm, she puts her arm around him the bar and says, oh, "Hi, how you doing? You're on your own." Are you sitting there thinking, "Just that's no problem at all. He's my man. He's not even going to be tempted by that." Well, see, yeah. no. Or are you or are you jealous, Amy? Honestly, are you jealous, Amy? No, I, I, with him, I trust him completely. <clears throat> and because I've done a lot of work on my own confidence and my own insecurities, but in the past, I would have been like I've had previous relationships, but that was both due to a lack of trust and my insecurity. So, in the and past, you would have went up and decked her. <laughs> well, no, in the past, I probably would have just like. Well, in the past, he probably would have just said no. Yeah. Um, and I knew that, you know, we were in a long distance relationship and there was a lot of sketchy stuff and I'd say I was cheated on multiple times. No, I'm sorry to hear um, that, Amy. What you call Ah, sure, I'm well shot of him. Um, but yeah, like there was a, he, I, there was the scenario of he was on holidays in France with his friend and what you call it, um, oh, swore to me that everything, nothing, everything was fine and like that, barely, like, just he was off on the phone, if that like I could tell things were off. And then at one point he was walking and I heard a girl like laughing in the background and I was like, Who's that? And he was like, Nobody. He was like, Some girl just some girl walking by, but then he like ver- he like attacked me mm-hmm. about being like insecure and jealous and stuff and I was just like, Right, okay and then two days later a photo went up on Facebook of him, his mate and two random girls. Right. Okay. And he was like sitting he was sitting on a chair and she was like leaning into him and he had his arm around her. And I was like, Who's your you know, obviously questioned, who's your one? Your one. Yeah. Um yeah, but again I got I got attacked that it was just some girl they'd made girls yeah. they'd made friends with and there was nothing in it and I was I Oh, was you're the crazy one, yeah, yeah. You're the crazy one. Yeah, I'm the crazy one. Does that sound familiar? That scenario. Oh that's that sound that, exactly what I said about Yeah, no, that's a very common scenario. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one who's been cheated on is usually being told they're the crazy one. Yeah. 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 All right. You. His best got drunk and told me it was true that he had che- told me he had actually cheated on me. Confirmed mm. it a couple of years later. After we'd split and everything. Yeah. He confirmed it a couple of years later and then he felt really bad. And I was like, listen, you were only confirming something <laughs> I already we knew. Yeah. <laughs> you knew <laughs> already. So, so, getting back to the original question, Amy, this woman and this wife who is not letting her husband go the Christmas party, which is in County Mead with 40 people in an, o- an overnight hoteler. Um, you you think she's being controlling? Yeah, I, well, I don't think it's even being controlling. I think she she doesn't trust him if she has a reason to not trust him. Right, so she's yeah. in... She's, uh, whatever it is, whether it's her insecurities or whether he's done something, but there's definitely a lack of trust there. Stay, well, stay there both of you a second. Let me go to Billy as well. Billy, hi, how are you? Hey, Niall, how's it going? Good. <clears throat> Billy, don't be a hero. Niall, I, t- I tell you what, Niall, do you have Jill's email address? <laughs> no, I don't. Jill is the girl who wrote the email. Oh, yeah, yeah, go on. I, I'll, make, I'll make a bet with you. I'd say if you email Jill in six months, that marriage is over. Do you think so? I mm. think so. I think, I think Jill is, uh, is controlling here. I'd say if you, if you flip names and I'll use my own, let's say Jill was actually named Bill and Bill was telling his wife she wasn't going to a Christmas party... That would be deemed a coercive control. It would, yeah. 
We would be talking about it in a much more serious nature, I suppose. We'd be, we'd be talking about it as being coercive control where a jealous husband is trying to control what his wife does. And that's exactly that's what's statistic- happening here. Statistically, they're more likely to, to do it to women. But it's, it's, the, it's, it's the, 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 the principle of it is the same. This is a, a jealous woman or a, an untrusting woman, as, as Niall said. Maybe she, uh, maybe she has something to be jealous about. But she is not allowing her husband to go to a Christmas party. And the big red flag for me is like, she says, I trust him, but I don't trust the women that are there, which is absolute bullshit. That is a red flag thing. She doesn't trust his friends or something. Sorry? She doesn't trust his friends. No, no, she doesn't trust him. She's saying, I, don't, I trust him, but I don't trust the other women there. That's, that's yeah, no, I that's definitely an I don't. He, she doesn't trust him. I, I've been in that scenario. That, that, that's, that's, that's her trying to say, I'm, being, I'm trying to be reasonable here with you. I trust you, but I don't trust the women that are going to be. That's gaslighting. It's yeah, but by the way, can I, can I just come back to something you said a little bit earlier in the conversation? Amy responded to you in relation to coercive control. You know, Amy, when we talk about coercive control, we generally always talk about women being coercively controlled and not so much men. Um, but I believe it happens equally in a relationship with some people, obviously not with all, but with some people, I believe that men are equally coercive control, but men, I believe, let it slide. I don't think men complain about it. That's the problem. And, and, and men should complain about it, by the way, if it's happening to them too. So I, I do believe it's equal, Amy. I think people control each uh, other. If I can well, say one thing about that, I suppose I, women are more likely to be abused by their partners. Um, well, 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 no, women are more likely to be physically abused by their partners, yes. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, well, I think emotional, emotional, abuse. emotional abuse can be just as damaging, like... Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I, think I would, I would say that, you know, with, with people who are, with people who coercively control, there is, there is an element of narcissism there because they need to be in control of the situation. And women are just as that, capable yeah. as being, uh, women are just as capable of being narcissists or covert narcissists as men are. So this, this oh, woman God, is yeah, trying to control fun. things. Yeah, well, no, no, that's why I wanted to focus just on the, when what we're talking about in this email is obviously coercive control to some degree. And I uh, don't think so. I think it's, 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 it's a pure, she is totally and utterly insecure, I would say. There's, a, there's an insecure there, or he has given her reason not to trust But, li- but, listen, like, but I, listen to the way she words the email, which is important, right? And I think Billy has raised a really good point about coercive control, right? She says, now he's not talking to me and walked out this morning without a smile. I call hold on a second. Um, he just texts again. He thinks I'm being controlling and unreasonable, but I believe, uh, I believe when you mix male hormones, alcohol, loose women at these events, you can have, it's trouble. She said, um, I won't be changing my mind. I just wish he could understand how uncomfortable it makes me feel. He won't be going. And now this is, I put my foot down and said a firm no. Right, that's the line, okay? I put my foot down and said a firm no. She's not his mother. Yeah. He's no, not I five. That. I, don't, I think it should be a discussion and they should talk about it. I don't think she should be able to be like, no, you're not going. Like, I would never say to my partner, no, you're 100% not going there. Like, he's been off, like, he went off to Dublin to a concert with one of his friends and stayed overnight with him, with his mate. Like, and I had absolutely zero issue. I was just like, yeah, go. He was like, he, he just said it to me. He was like, look, you're all right if I go. And I was like, yeah, go. I was like, I've had girls' nights. Like, even okay, if he came back to you tonight and said, listen, uh, 10 of the lads are heading off to Marbella for a week, for a lad's week away. 
Well, we've got two children, so that would financially now we'd have to have a discussion. But <laughs> okay, if but it, if you're if you're in a good financial position, right? <laughs> would you be okay with it? Yeah, I'd be like, go have a great time. Yeah, See you when you get back, I went to America on my own for five days. No, yeah. I stayed with my aunt. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I'll be honest with you, I I would never want to go away without Karen. I have because I was never the type that went out for nights out with lads. That wasn't my thing. I don't drink, so that was never my bag. Yeah, my partner's like that as well. Yeah. So if I was ever going anywhere, she would be coming with me and that'd be the end of it. Otherwise I wouldn't be interested in going because to her, she is she's my best friend as well as my wife. But but Billy, in relation to this idea that all this or Fiona said ninety three percent of men, given the opportunity, the Paul and Monica scenario I gave earlier on, I don't know whether you heard that bit. Um, given the opportunity, would take the opportunity. Do you believe that men are that bad? Let, let, let me let me turn that on its head, Niall. If but women honestly believe, women, if, if women believe that 93% of men are going to cheat on them, why is there a successful relationship in the country? Like that's, that, that's the issue there. Well, no, I think what they're saying is if a man knows... There is no way his wife is ever going to find out. He's in the middle of a Spain, a stag party. All his mates are gone. He's the only one in the bar. And Monica behind the bar, who's stunning, comes out and says, me and you upstairs for the next hour. He's going to go, let's do this. Because he doesn't. He knows no one will find out about it. I'd say, Niall, it's more likely that poor Monica will be disappointed 93% of the time. She expects it's going to last an hour. <laughs> um, in, in fairness... But let, let's let's be honest, Niall. If ninety three percent, if if women believe that ninety three percent of men are going to do that, or why are they in relationships? Why you know there has to be an element of trust there. There has to be an element of. But then again, have you been on online dating? It's an absolute. Sense. I've been. I've, it's it's a it's a cesspit. It's disgusting. It it's, is. It's probably one of the symptoms of a of of a of a society that is you know on its bloody knees, and it's you know it's. As you said, it's like an Argos. Oh, oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin, you've had experience with online dating, have you? No? Yes? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm doing it wrong. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be doing it wrong. It's hookups. That's all online. <laughs> online dating is just hookups. Because... No, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's unsolicited dick pics. dick pics. I've seen so many princesses make... looking for a brand new portion of scrapyard. You wouldn't believe. You're kind of... I'm this and I want that and I've just said like what are you doing handing over your CV to some picture on a post on some random stranger's picture it's they, women want X, Y and Z and some on these sites they're not up there to hook up oh far Here, from it but look at yeah it. but men are also using women on them men are using women for a night of sex yeah okay well, sorry, one, one at a time sorry Billy what are you trying to say I, there Billy I, I talked to you before Niall about how the algorithms on online dating work and it's it's a case that about ten to fifteen percent of men are being matched with by eighty to ninety percent of women. So it's it, the the deck is very much stacked in the favor of a small proportion of men. So when women come out and say all men on online dating are creeps, it's because they're going after the same fifteen percent of men. Yeah, this is a known statistic. It's it's the way the algorithms are programmed. That's the way they work. I I but I agree, Amy, with Billy said earlier on about online dating. I think it has destroyed relationships in society. That's why marriages, relationships have become disposable because people are meeting online and know nothing about each other before they hook up. Slow set. Oh, oh the God, yeah, like the definite slow set killed us. Oh yeah, this is the slow <laughs> set. Go ahead, Amy. You wouldn't believe some of the messages I've gotten. Like I literally got one that. A guy told me that he was a uh, dam looking for a sub and loved the idea of breeding too. 
<laughs> God. And I was like, that's nice. <laughs> but, but like you never you'd ha- you'd like you'd never have somebody like no man would ever walk up to you in a pub and say that yet. No. But in the old days, I know I keep talking about the old days, you'd meet a nice girl in a nightclub, right? There was no mobile phones. We had no texting. We had no emails. You sent a letter which took three days or four days to get there, right? So everything was much more romantic. You had the slow set, as Kevin mentioned. So out you'd go to Jatem or whatever, or George Michael, Careless Whispers. And, you know, you'd have a little bit of a kiss, a little bit of a feel. And that'd be the end of it. And at the end of the night, she went her way, you went yours. You might have dropped her off in a taxi home. And then you'd, like, you'd no way of saying, oh, well, look, give me a text, give me a call. Well, that just didn't happen. Because people, most people didn't even have landlines up to the end of the 1970s, right? So the idea was you had to go back to that nightclub the following week at the same time to see could you meet her again. So it took time to build a relationship. Do you know what I mean? It was different. Yeah. And everybody was a bit special. Because it wasn't, you weren't picking and choosing from the whole nightclub. It was just the girl that was kind of available that you were attracted to. You, you kind of walk, do you remember that thing? You'd walk around in a circle looking for the nice looking girl or whatever, or the one that kind of attracted you. So it, it wasn't the same as this kind of catalogue of women on a website. It just, to me, that's just, it's just like disposable relationships. But, but Niall, every, everything in society now is disposable. Mm. You know, your, t- your TV breaks, you throw it out and you get a new one. You know, it's, that, that's the society that we built. It's fast, it's disposable, there's no effort in it. It's, it's all just quick and easy and gone. Sad, and, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is, but it's, it, it's, a, it's a low effort, low investment uh, society. And uh, going back to the emailer, she is, she is trying to control her husband. Um, and I, I, as I said to you, I put money on it. You email her in six months, that marriage is over because... He is going to look at this going, well, if, he might not. You know, if I'm not like, allowed to do what I want to do. People stay for a very long, for years and years and years, thinking it's perfectly normal. Yeah, you do right. kind of, you get into a situation, I imagine, Billy, where you're kind of sucked into this abnormal, or should I say, abnormal normality. In other words. I, 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 would, I, know, I can see where you're coming from, Lyle, but look, look at his response. He but I know, I know guys who are in marriages. I know one particular guy. He's a mate of mine, right? Um, and I think I mentioned this before. I remember talking to him on the phone one day and he was driving home in his car. I said, where are you heading home? And he went, oh, we have to go home to whore now. And I'm going, right. And he goes, oh. And then he was talking to me another night saying that he hadn't had sex with her in over eight months or something like that. And he was saying to me, like, what's the story? Like, you know, and, I, and he was asking for advice and stuff. And, but he's still in the marriage. He's still there. Still in it. But not, but not and I'm going, why would you be in a loveless marriage where you dread even going home to the person? Because well, people fall into that habit, don't they? Well, I'll say look, this. There's look, a song that I listened to years ago and it's got one line in it that summed it up perfectly. It's a pink song called Mean and it says, I've got so used to this abuse it kind of feels like home. Now, now. real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.